House Republicans moved to impeach the Secretary of Homeland Security. Hundreds of NFL players have been denied payouts for dementia, and there's a new clue in the mystery of Amelia Earhart's disappearance. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Hannah Jewell. It's Wednesday, January 31st. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 Stories. Number 1. A deal to pause fighting in the Gaza Strip is being negotiated. The deal was proposed by the U.S., Qatar, and Egypt. It's a basic framework for now, just a two- or three-page document with bullet points. That's according to officials familiar with the negotiations. It calls for a six-week pause in fighting between Israel and Hamas, the freeing of all remaining civilian hostages in Gaza, and the release of Palestinian prisoners held by Israel. Parts of the deal have been accepted in principle by Israel, and it's under consideration by Hamas, but many details still need to be worked out. Over 26,000 people have been killed in Gaza in nearly four months of war, according to Palestinian authorities. And Israel estimates that about 1,200 people were killed in Hamas's October 7th attack. Number two. House Republicans took a step toward impeaching the Secretary of Homeland Security. Early this morning, House Republicans voted to advance their case against Alejandro Mayorkas to the full House. They argue that Mayorkas has failed to enforce U.S. immigration policies at the southern border, allowing for a surge of migration. Mayorkas has defended himself, and Democrats have said that the impeachment proceedings are politically motivated. And Republicans haven't shown evidence that Mayorkas has committed any crimes. Yesterday, House Democratic Caucus Chairman Pete Aguilar spoke to reporters about why he thinks Republicans want this impeachment. We uh, believe this is a sham impeachment. This is just the only thing that binds Republicans together is, you know, impeachments and censures. Uh, They don't want to do anything else. And so this is something that that brings them all uh, together. There's not much chance that this impeachment attempt will actually succeed. Even if the full House votes to impeach, Mayorkas faces little prospect of removal in the Democratic-controlled Senate. But this could be a sign of things to come. Democrats say Republicans are using the threat of a Mayorkas impeachment as political messaging ahead of the 2024 election. And it could be a test run for targeting President Biden. Number three. The lead prosecutor in Georgia's case against Donald Trump settled his divorce yesterday. You may be wondering why this is news. But Nathan Wade's divorce received national attention after he was accused of having an improper relationship with Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis. Trump's allies say the alleged relationship financially benefited them both and should disqualify them from prosecuting the election interference case. Yesterday's settlement came at a crucial time. Wade had been expected to be questioned under oath this morning about his finances. That includes his income as a special prosecutor in the Trump case and his spending, such as his purchase of airline tickets for himself and Willis. That could have given the former president more ammunition to undermine the case against him. A judge ordered Tesla to undo Elon Musk's $56 billion pay package. That's number four. A Delaware court ruled yesterday that Musk's 2018 compensation plan was unfair and should be undone. That plan entitled Musk to stock options in the company as it hit specific performance targets, and it helped make Musk the world's richest person. But shareholders sued Musk, alleging that the process that led to the package was improper. The ruling comes at a tense time for the Tesla CEO. 
he sold billions of dollars of Tesla stock to fund his purchase of Twitter in 2022. And he's now asking shareholders for more control of Tesla, which some investors are skeptical of. Musk reacted to the ruling on X, formerly known as Twitter. He said, never incorporate your company in the state of Delaware. Number five, hundreds of NFL players diagnosed with dementia have been denied payouts. In 2015, the NFL promised to pay every former player who developed dementia, the brain condition known as CTE, or other brain diseases linked to concussions. Since then, more than 1,600 former players have received payouts, but nearly 1,100 claims have been denied. Some players died after failing to qualify, but were then found to have CTE via autopsy. This is all according to a new post-investigation. One big problem is that the settlement's definition for dementia appears to require more impairment than the standard definition used in the U.S. It means players suffering from dementia and CTE are routinely walking away from the settlement with nothing. Number six. Back-to-back atmospheric rivers will hit the West Coast this week. Atmospheric rivers are narrow plumes of robust tropical moisture, and two of them will soak the West Coast over the next seven days. The weather pattern will bring a lot of rain, and it could lead to flooding, feet of snow in the mountains, strong winds, and even landslides. The worst weather will come today and tomorrow, but the second atmospheric river will hit Sunday into Monday. That could double precipitation totals and leave the ground even more saturated. This is all likely to disrupt travel, too so maybe not a great week to take a beach vacation to California. At number seven, an exploration company said it may have found Amelia Earhart's plane. Earhart was a trailblazing pilot. In 1932, she became the first woman to make a solo nonstop flight across the U.S. and another across the Atlantic Ocean. But in 1937, she disappeared during an attempt to fly around the world. And ever since, people have been trying to unravel the mystery of what happened to her. Now, an underwater exploration company says it may have found a major clue. It announced last week that it spotted a plane similar in size to Earhart's 15,000 feet below the surface of the Pacific Ocean. The company's founder is convinced that his crew has found the legendary aircraft. But not everyone is so sure. A curator at the National Air and Space Museum said it could take years to confirm whether or not it really is Earhart's plane. So at least for now, the mystery will continue. All right, you're all caught up. If you're looking for something to listen to next, check out our afternoon news podcast, Post Reports. That's where you can hear my colleagues from around the newsroom digging in on exclusive reporting from The Post. Yesterday's episode explored the ongoing debate over gas stoves and whether the government should ban them. Just search for Post Reports wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to like or subscribe to the show. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll meet you back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.